0: The Tangentic Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to the Tangentic Podcast. I'm Seth. Along with me, as always, is Swoosh and Ben.
2: Hello. Hi.
1: And, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty happy that it might have happened earlier, but I heard last week that E3 is not happening again.
0: I'm okay with this, but then again, I also thought it was, like, dead and gone for years now. Like, I honestly didn't think it was still going until you mentioned it.
1: Well, that's because in the COVID year, they didn't do it. Obvious reasons. And then in the subsequent year, they didn't do it just because they couldn't afford it and everything was still a bit social distancing. So they cancelled it. And then this year, they they cancelled their physical show... And then just recently, they cancelled their digital as well. Mm. So the reason you're probably not thinking about them is they haven't been around for
0: like two years, which, you know, may as well be an eternity in digital space. Things like, I swear they they cancelled long before COVID ever hit, though. Like I thought they were gone for almost like six years or something. Because I remember at one point they they you know announced, oh, we're not doing it anymore, and then they shut down. Then I think they came back? Like,
2: something happened? I swear they shut their doors. I think you just don't remember them because they were never really worth watching.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, no, I, I've never been the person to, like, watch most of E3. I just get my news filtered from Seth. Thank you. Um, do a good job. But the thing
1: being that they were going, but you noticed you watched the stream of Xbox yeah. or PlayStation. And it might actually be the ING re-upload of the original E3 stream. So... You don't tend to think about... Oh, this is the E3 presentation of everything that Microsoft has. Mm. You watch the Microsoft presentation. That is true. Which I think is a lot of what happened with all the companies just being like... Fuck it, I'm not going to compete on the E3 stage. I'm going to go do my own press conference.
0: And it works out better for them in so
1: many ways. Immensely. They get to control what they're doing. They don't have to worry about being live for a crowd. Everything can be edited so that the presentations go off exactly the way you want. Uh, group who does an excellent one that I watch every year is Devolver their E3 presentations are a concurrent narrative if you watch them all in order huh. it's kind of insane and it's the kind of thing you can do when you can control what you're putting out and you get to do your own digital presentation well, That's pretty it also awesome. allows you to not have to be layered over the top of each other like you know if Microsoft and Sony are on the same day mm-hmm. they're really going to be competing with each mm-hmm. other but when you know Microsoft can be like we're doing it this week and then Sony can be like eh, two weeks. Yeah. They don't have to fight each other as hard when they've got, generally, a lot of gamers are less brand loyal than they used to be. So, you know, a lot of people that Xbox have a PlayStation. So, you know, it's a cross-pollinization. And that is You true. can't like... compete too hard for that one little set of eyeballs. Yeah.
0: I have found that has happened in the last few years. Like, there was always the, the gamer culture of, you know, Xbox hates PlayStation and they both band together to hate PC. <laughs> But I never really subscribed to that much If the game was on a certain console I'd probably end up getting it if I wanted that game enough But I never understood that level of brand loyalty It's like Mac vs PC you know, fanboys I, I can't mm. do it like, I, I can't get hyped to that level Over a product for some reason Yeah, it's weird That might just be where, where our brains are a bit weird because other people seem to have no issue with that. It's like, oh, no, no, I. this is the hill I will die on. Like, that seems like a pretty petty hill, man. Like, there there are better hills to die on. It's Most of the time, it's barely a hill. It's hard-pressed to be considered a mole hill. Yeah, it's a slight incline. It's a driveway, right. that's about it.
2: Speaking of Sony, though,
0: Morbius got released. I watched it.
1: Yeah, and it's getting panned pretty hard. <laughs> There's a reason it's getting panned
0: pretty hard. It is not overly great.
1: Oh, have you seen it, too, Swoosh? Yep, went and watched it. I have not yet. I think I'm the only person who hasn't. Because Ben, Ben made sure we knew the minute he went and yeah, saw
2: it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like. uh I'm. I'm pretty happy with it. I don't. I don't care what the. Uh, I don't, I don't care what people are saying.
0: But yeah, it's not overly great it's not horrible I'll, I'll say that it's a good popcorn movie you can turn your brain off and watch it but if you like if you read Marvel comics you will not like it yeah 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 well, that's a problem because it is a Spider-Man villain being done by Sony and they have once again refer- gone back to their old ways of we don't need to read source material we are the source material now and are just running yeah
2: I, I definitely agree with that I, Um, it. It's nothing to do anything with how morbius should be or anything spider-man related um and a lot of people have actually even critiqued uh to the extent that even vampires should not move like he's moving
0: yeah like the special effects are nice everything else is pretty good but it's just the story is weirdly paced uh, as well like they leave a lot behind the scenes and it's like oh you're just expected to know some information it's like I mean, I piece that together, but at the same time, most people won't because I was basically had to do an your entire course on narrative. It's like, oh, that's probably where that came from. Neat, but I don't. Yeah, it wasn't horrible. Probably wasn't worth the 20 bucks I went to see it. I, like as What's a
2: movie, the- if you ignore absolutely everything from the storyline, uh, I enjoyed it. Like if you if you if you just watch it, say as a movie, it's enjoyable.
0: See, that's the thing. I, we watch movies for very different reasons. Because so I watch movies for a storyline most of the time. Um, but you're watching them for, you know, different things. So, if you just want to watch things explode and action stuff and all that kind of things with a, let's be honest, subpar plot, great movie. It'll be fine. But I normally go into these things wanting story.
1: Yeah, but the 90s has such a strong tradition of making those movies. You don't need to make shitty
0: ones now. That's the thing. I think this is the Sony tie-in, so it's more of their writing stuff than anything else because it's still in the Spider-Man-verse, which they technically control. They really just need to give up the rights. Oh, they never will. The second they made the PlayStation the Spider-Man font, they were never giving that shit back. I mean, it's too good of a deal to hold
1: over Marvel for as long as they can because that's just an eternally good like character that they're going to want to do more movies yeah. with. Even if... The next thing they say is we're shutting down all of the big Marvel Cinematic Universe. we not doing that anymore. Sooner or later, they're gonna want to do a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. At which point, Sony gets to be like, "Aha!" A seat well, unfortunately, the
2: tent. as well, like um, Sony knows that hey, it's got it's got uh, Spider-Man on it. Like it's a Marvel. If they're related mm-hmm. with Marvel. It's gonna make money. It's gonna make a lot of money.
0: The problem is, the original D levels made before Marvel ever made any of their own movies and thought they could. So there's that uh, pre-requ requisite in the deal, which is X amount of years they have to put out a movie, which is why we got Spider-Man 3, which was badly done. And there's, you know, Venom and blah, oh, that horrible emo phase. But they only made that movie because they had to keep the rights. Like, that's about it. It's like, oh, if we just pump this piece of shit out, we keep the rights. They can't stop us. I think that was less with three because
1: three they still were riding pretty high off of two, and I think that one was the because we had to. I think that was actually the follow up two movies. They they really reeked of we just needed to put something out there. I mean, come on, Lizard isn't a particularly interesting yeah. villain, and you put you did the uh, too many characters problem in the follow up, and Electro wasn't even done that well. So those two Oh, Electro I forgot about Electro Jesus Christ Yeah, all right. right? And the way electricity Fixes teeth
0: it It's real dumb Yeah, no, it's fine Apparently electricity <laughs> Makes you hot really Neat Good to know I'm just gonna go Stick a fork in a socket Right now It'll just Fix all my problems
1: Or turn into Electro One of the two <laughs>
0: Uh, let's be honest, if I was turned into a supervillain, I would be taking over the world within seconds. Th- there would be no hero. I'd be a villain within seconds.
1: I, I don't know if you'd take over the world in seconds. I definitely think you'd suddenly start working on the plan. That is true. Oh, wait, I can shoot lightning.
0: How do I kill people? <laughs> How do I turn this to my advantage? Second <laughs> plan. How do I take down the government? Illuminati Confirmed. But, yeah, no. it... Yeah, it's... I don't know what they were doing with Mobius and Morbius, and I don't think they knew what they were doing. To be honest, it was just very strange. And then there's the thing we don't speak of: of the Eternals and.
2: So where would you where would you place that upon the Eternals? Like where would you rate rate it? I would rate it as.
0: Ooh. Two point four Eternals. Two
2: point (laughs) four.
0: Fairly. Fairly eternal, probably in a bad 2.4 way. Two point four Eternals. They they were overstretching in some ways, but not others. They had some really good actors in there, but they were underutilized. Um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like Matt Smith was in it, and I like him, but it, it he was like playing as one of the main characters there, and at the same time, it's like I like this this actor, but why is he not? They're just not directing him properly this time. What's happening? But yeah, no. it wasn't a, a horrible movie, but I, I won't be seeing it again. That's fair. What else is coming out? Actually, I can't think of anything.
1: Movie-wise, I don't think we've got any real movies coming
0: out. Um, I will eventually be subjecting myself to Sonic 2. Oh um, yeah, of course, got to go see that. Like, oh yeah, gotta go fast. But it's just, I went to, I was going to go see it the other week when I ended up going to see Morbius because I was like, oh, I'll go see Sonic, it'll be fine. Walked in, and I missed the last showing. Like, wow. Well, well, the only thing left is Morbius, so guess I'm watching vampires.
1: <laughs> I mean, nothing about that movie's poster or setup says that it's one a Spider-Man movie. Or two, it's about vampires.
0: Yeah, that's the the thing. Like, you kind of have to know. That's where they just hide information behind it. They they expect you to know things about the character already. Um, so it's a bit strange. Yeah. But you yeah, know, I will be watching Sonic Two because I just want to subject myself to that horror Mm. Uh, I legitimately enjoyed the first one and I don't know why I cannot place the reason as to why I like that movie
2: Mm. but I do how did Jim how did Jim Carrey go?
0: surprisingly well I I like Jim Carrey he's a bit of a strange one but this is one of those movies where the overacting works like and they kept him on a pretty tight leash I think they throughout the entire movie he plays an egocentric person pretty well but then the, he has that one scene where he's in his like lab truck and he's allowed to hand it up. And it's just like a dance scene, so he can do whatever the hell Jim Carrey wants to do. I think they just left him alone with the sound system for half an hour and recorded what happened. But <clears throat> that was... Yeah, it was... Um, he had good energy for Robotnik, I think. Yeah, he does. Like, and the, the sequel, they've made him a bit plumper. Because at the end of the first one, you see him on the mushroom planet, and he's gotten like slightly rounder, because all he can eat is mushrooms.
2: And did you see, um, as well, another thing in the acting world, um, Bruce Willis. What happened? Uh, retired. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, 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 he didn't retire, he's gone <laughs> undercover. He uh, unfortunately got diagnosed, oh, I'm missing the, uh, I'd have to fact check it, so I'm just going to say he's diagnosed with a medical issue, uh, <clears> that is sort of why his acting has been the way it is in the last few movies.
1: I don't know, one of the last movies I saw him in was this thing, with the, I think they were on a sub, they got attacked by some kind of monster, and all I remember is
0: that the guns were really clearly paintball guns. <laughs> I, it was, it was I have odd. noticed he's been popping up in some questionable movies of late.
2: Yeah, so uh, that would be why. So, um, you know, of course, you know, he only has one acting how like he only has one way to act, and it's the same in every movie. But they're still great movies, so I can't complain about it.
0: Mm. It's one of those things where it's like if he's in the movie, he is at some point going to be crawling through <laughs> he an air duct. Actually, is <laughs> I think it's in his contract. Like he has to be the air <laughs> duct scene. Like that's always like has they to happen. finished
2: filming. They fin- fin- finished finished uh, Die Hard two, and then like wait, he didn't go through any air ducts. But there's, there's air ducts all over the airport. Let's just put him in one of those. Yeah, it's fine. Rewrite it. We've got time. But it's one of those things,
0: like... Have you ever actually looked or seen the stuff behind some actors' uh, contracts and the stuff they, they shoehorn in? The clauses? Yeah, um, yeah. The clauses are fun. And some of them are put in there specifically to make sure someone is reading them, to make sure someone has gone through the entire entire contract. That's why um, ACDC had that M&M's thing where they had to have a bag of M&M's sorted by colour into different kinds of glasses. It had nothing to do with the M&M's. It was entirely to make sure that someone had read their requests and taken (laughs) them seriously. That was it. That was the only reason they did it. They never touched the fucking M&M's. That's actually Uh, a really good idea, hey. Yeah, it is a smart thing to do But there's some that go a bit weirdly um, There was one, I don't know if it's an urban legend or not But it was to do with Russell Crowe um, Remember that god-awful Robin Hood movie he was in? Vaguely Yeah, I think I've repressed it as well But there was a, a an old story going around That originally he was meant to be playing the Sheriff of Nottingham And he got the role But then somewhere in his contract it states that he's not allowed to play a villain What? Yeah. Interesting. But it's something that popped up. And I I have to. I would have to fact check it. But I don't. I remember it being a thing from ages and ages ago. So like apparently he just want, he didn't want to play a villain. So he pushed and pushed until he was made into Robin Hood. It's like I mean I could see him doing it, but why? <laughs> Especially since he would have to go audition specifically for her part, right?
2: Yeah, yeah you'd but think if, so,
0: wouldn't you? If you're doing that. <laughs> I feel like he's probably like
1: trying to get in on an easier role and then be like Mm. "Aha! I might not be able to compete for the lead but if I've already got one and I'm contractually obligated to have a job I'm not being a bad (laughs) guy."
0: yeah true but again needs to be fact checked so go and do your own research kids entirely too Machiavellian (laughs) yeah I don't think he has the intelligence to pull that kind of thing off I think he could but I think
1: the question isn't whether he could it's whether it's worth even fucking doing whether he should. Sure, it's oh, fact. I don't think of Robin Hood with Russell Crowe when I think of Robin Hood. But you know, I'm from the Men in Tights generation, so. Uh,
0: you mean the only true Robin Hood movie? Yes, I agree. I will accept <laughs> the
1: one by Disney with all the animals.
0: Actually, yeah, no, I will also accept that one. Actually, no that that reminds me i think popped up recently of like some instagram or someone putting a side by side of um like oh, they copied animation between these two things and it was the jungle book and the robin hood movie because it was blue dancing mm. and everyone in the comments was like oh this is just lazy and the inner animator in me was just screaming like a child like how fucking dare you i i Do you know how hard animation is? And this is back in the days of Cell Frames, where you had to draw this shit on clear Perspex to be put in as film. Like, no. Screw you guys. I'm going home. It was just... Because, oh, they copied the animations. Like, yes! And I will never blame them for that. Fuck you! I mean, you
1: basically just do it once, and then they're, like, they're rotoscoping it effectively, because they've got a couple of things where, like, the show... I think it's, like, Aladdin... I think it's, Jan- I think it's like, Belle or someone. Like, it's yeah, a completely different a gender jans-ing. character. And they're, like, doing a little jig. And then they, you see them overlay one over the other... Just to get the motion. But, like, one of the characters is wearing wildly different clothes. So they actually still did a lot of work. Yeah. They just
0: saved themselves oh, yeah. on the movement keyframes. And that's completely great. Because it was... Like, even with Baloo, they had to put clothes on him for the Robin Hood movie... So they have it's like to an animate clothing moving. It's like that still takes time, and if you're doing that separately, yes, that's fine. It's great. I don't know but, how oh. I feel about a clothed blue. Well, yeah, he wasn't wearing pants. If that makes you feel any better. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. See, it's fine. <laughs> Actually, that is a, a questionable thing, though. Some of them were fully clothed. I think the bigger question is you've
1: got Goofy who wears full clothes, Mickey who only wears shorts, and Donald who only wears tops. There's clearly no consistency in the Disney clothing conventions. This is true. Sounds a lot like bear uh, discrimination. I mean, I don't think I know of anything... I think the is isn't the only time Baloo really wears a lot of clothes... No, wait, it's when he's flying a plane. And he wears pants yeah, and a Tailspin jacket. is
0: the only time he wears clothes, and that's because they didn't want to have to do to fur. And so they covered him in overalls. Even then, he cross-dresses the Hawaiian hula girl enough times. He really does That happened a lot in Disney and Warner Brothers, did it? Yeah. They had a real fixation on, on cross I training. mean, Bugs Bunny. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. But it was like that and... Uh, but going back to the Robin Hood movie, do you remember the opening for that, the credit scene? Uh, which Robin Hood are we talking about? The animated one. Yep. So there's the, the barred rooster who's whistling. And that song is actually the hamster dance for, you know, random fact. It's just sped up. But <clears throat> the opening for that is literally just walk cycles. Things walking. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, that was just Disney flexing. <laughs> that was just Disney going, look what our guys can do. That, can
1: you do this? That is pretty fair, actually. The, getting a walk cycle looked really good. I mean me and, mm. and Swoosh went to the same university so we've actually done a lot of the same courses I did take your beginner into into animation course so yeah. I am very aware that actually making something look like it walks is very <clears throat> very difficult
0: so often it looks like it skates but it looks like it skates so because like, it has no weighting or like the the lead-in's wrong there are so many things that can go wrong with 2D it is hilarious but that was just look at all these characters we have walking on the spot it's like I love this. This is amazing. This is just a flex. And they
1: look good and they've got a lot of bounce in them. Like, because, you know, they're birds. They've got little bits of feathers that bob along with them. It's Mm. pretty impressive. It's based, let's face it, Disney's as big as it is for a reason. They made some really good shit. It's not just like, oh my god, we found Pixar. They've actually had some
0: serious chops for a long time. Oh, yeah. The animators they had changed those desks were pretty good. Damn right they were. And occasionally they'd let them out to go play in the garden. It was, it was a good place to work. And then they'd run off and work with Don Bluth. Yeah, and they'd never come back. Yeah, but I mean, and, like, the
1: kind of movies that Bluth put out. Jesus. You want to talk about detail and 2D animation? Uh, Jesus They were Christ. either whimsical as fuck or terrifying. Or both. I mean, American yeah. Tail. That movie uh, goes in so many weird directions. And I will never unforget the the kind of exploding flaming cat trojan horse thing they made yes that thing the, the, in, that was terrifying to me as a kid
0: yeah that was horrifying oh Where they scare all the cats in new york to china
1: yeah it it's real real weird but you know like the sequel was i think there was only one sequel to marine tale five Four goes west i
0: uh, know there were multiple oh, uh, like- but it was once disney got a hold of it and started yeah. doing it without don bluth i think um because there was a bunch that just didn't make look, sense.
1: Look, I only remember the two original Don Bluth ones.
0: Yeah. The two that were done by Don Bluth were great. I loved them. Yeah. Uh, they were really fun. But
1: Fightful Goes West is much more of the, the whimsy. Mm. American Tales, got, that's got
0: some dark moments in it. And it's like, wow, this is a kid's movie. And I watched this a lot. <laughs> oh, come on. Disney has been trying to traumatize children for years now. I mean, look at Mufasa.
1: Yeah. And I mean, once they ate Pixar, they're like,
0: Yes. Now make them cry. <laughs> that is their goal. It's just like, how can we destroy another generation's like feelings? Just, just destroy everything. Oh, okay. We'll focus on family torment. That'll work. <laughs> please, please, no Disney. Why? Yeah, there's actually a, a theory going around that they're,
1: that they're doing some kind of thing with uh, past trauma because their
0: last two movies hmm. seem to be
1: very much about family <laughs> trauma. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like our generation is now animating and writing for them. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't like, really oh want no. to put that at our
0: feet, but mm. yeah, fun times ahead. God, God knows what happens when the next generation gets in. It's just an entire movie of like burnt memes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be terrifying! Absolutely, Jesus Christ! Don't... Oh, I don't even want to think about it. God, I just we are slowly like becoming th- those old people in the in like the, the back you know the you know, corner of the, the house. Like,
1: Get off my lawn, you dang kid! Look, man, the so day I, me and you I, turn I into that, Wildor and Statler, that's when we know it's over. I think we've already reached that point. I know, we're pretty close.
0: What was the movie we went to with a few mates? It was just us in the cinema. We, be, we became Statler and Waldorf. Oh, that yeah, day. that was when we went to Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah, that... Atrocity. That's why I blocked it out. I mean, it wasn't right. an atrocity.
1: It was just painfully average. And they didn't kill the guide! The <laughs> one thing they could have done as a favour to everybody who likes that game is just kill the guide!
0: Okay, the issues I have with that movie are innumerable. The fact that they don't kill the guide. The fact that they use fire weapons on a goddamn Rathloss. But so many things were wrong Look
1: we can all know where the problem is It's that Miljovic is in it Because that means her husband made this
0: movie And her husband doesn't really make that good of movies <laughs> Yeah that is very true What's weird though Is when like he was like Oh I'm a fan of, No she was a fan of the series or something Or the games mm. um, And it's like w- Why didn't you stop this from happening If you were a fan you should know you don't use this weapon set Against that, uh, that monster What's going on here it's the same thing I had when... Remember, uh, what was his name? M. Night Shamalamalon mm. When he made the, the movie we don't like talking about. Um, the Avatar movie. Yeah. And he claimed he was making it for his kids because they were such huge fans. I am now convinced he hates his children. He must. He spent a whole lot of money like, to
1: really piss them off.
0: <laughs> yeah. He, he mispronounced the main character's name throughout the entire movie. Well, just every change, everything
1: about that movie, that the only really viable style is essentially airbending because it's the only one that's quick. Everything yeah. else is either... Because they stop the firebenders making their own fire, which means they're way less deadly mm. unless there's actually a brazier around, which mm. does create a cool, uh, f- like, uh, uh, artistic motif because there's always yeah. um, braziers everywhere. But if you watch the original show, they were already covered in fire imagery you didn't need the braziers Everyone knows who they yeah. are They're called vendors for Christ's sake
0: Pretty much And like at the same time They assault a water city And no one thinks I'll put out the brazier
1: I fucking know right Like really if you've got any half decent waterbenders Which you don't because it's the Shalabaland <coughs> movie They would have just been oh, like man. "Whoop!" And now you're powerless Go fuck off Like how would the fire they nation really...
0: ever be the best nation Yeah they really underpowered all the bending in that one <laughs>
1: I mean, air can put out the fucking braziers, so water, so earth. Although, earth moves, like, glaciers move quicker than earth benders bend bending that. It's re- <laughs> You got me fucking ranting about it, Swoosh. You know I have too many strong
0: opinions about this movie. I, I know what can trigger a rant.
1: God damn it.
0: Look, I like that I'll, franchise. Yes. It's really good. To be fair, M. Night Shyamalan can make a rant on anyone. Like, his movies are just strange. The only ones I have ever enjoyed was Signs, uh, Unbreakable, and you know, Mr. Glass. See, uh, Signs called Glass.
1: is Is okay. The problem is, its ending is trash. It literally oh, yeah, I agree with that. backpedals and kills the movie. Because everything becomes signs? these... Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that was the, the first... Well, that's where the meme of what a twist came from. Oh, it's like, so
1: bad. The Weeks to Water... Our planet Actually wait, yeah, there's Sixth Sense the screen was one I
2: liked.
1: <laughs> yeah, Six yeah. Yeah. Sense was good. That was like the last one I remember watching that was like that wasn't actually good. Oh no, wait a minute. Well he did the he did the 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 one about the dude with all the multiple personalities, isn't he? The one that's the sequel to Unbreakable. Oh yeah, Split Split. Split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Split. yeah, I didn't mind Split. Split wasn't mm. bad, although its follow up with glass to bring it in with Unbreakable was ah oh, that
0: movie wasn't that great that
1: was not a good it film. wasn't
0: it wasn't great but it wasn't too bad but it was one of those things where um like i found signs to be legitimately creepy like there were it was just well done up until that last point like,
1: the whole thing with like what is their weakness so that's why this this i think she's mentally handicapped i can't remember what the girl's deal was in that movie it's been a long time uh, she leaves yeah, the no cups idea. everywhere so that there's water all <clears> over the place the fucking dude who's got this prophecy from a dead person to swing to the left it all comes about just so that he hits one in the face
0: it's like anyone would have done that you didn't need a prophecy yeah. like it was such a strange setup
1: but like but why would aliens that are weak to water ever come to our planet it's in the air we use it all the time we can just spit on them and kill them
2: it's the thing. so like, bad had, like
0: 70 percent water and they're like oh they're harvesting us like why do they want to die
1: That'd be like us you- walking up to a thing and being like, oh, hey, man, you're full of fucking
0: cyanide. Oh, yeah,
1: better go hang out with you,
0: bro. Although, at the same time, guaranteed, if we find life in the universe like that cyanide-based, humanity will still try and fuck it. I mean, we'll lick it for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why all the other alien races are avoiding Earth. It's like, we're not going to let the pervert monkeys off their planet, right? They're staying there, right? Have you seen that they're they're they leaving. have this
1: entire group called geologists to go around licking rocks?
0: <laughs> they can't be trusted to leave
1: <laughs> God damn!
0: we're just in a quarantine zone aren't we 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 are the contaminant <laughs> oh
1: dude like humanity spreads like a virus on humanity's planet give us another one where we're, we're abs- we are the fucking um, dandruff of
0: space we're fucking everywhere <laughs> that would be fun though just like get to a point where we start coloni- colonizing mars i am good with the english today um, and as aliens to us like, no, 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 bad, squirt bottle. <laughs> <laughs> bad monkeys, back to your home. At which point we'd start beating them up for their squirty bottles. Exactly. We we would take the squirty bottles and make squirt guns. Like we'd find a way. Pretty mad. So one good thing humanity has in all sci-fi, we take other people's tech and make it better. Or we
1: jerry-rig it together in such a way that it shouldn't work, but does. <laughs>
0: Yes, that is always a bonus. Just the idea of humanity. is like, why, why does humanity do this? Because like, they just have so many people.
1: I still love that uh, short story about that race that sells humanity a bunch of garbage. Like, It is absolutely the oh, worst yes. tech ever. But humanity considers them a really good friend of helping them get into the universe. And then when they get hmm. attacked, humanity's like, not our BFF, you don't. And absolutely yeah. wreck shop. And with just decimates everyone because like they they just run at ships because they don't give a crap they turned haulers into like missile boats and no one everyone's like what the shit would you do that to a, a fucking hauler for because it killed you
0: didn't it because fuck you that's why and
1: the whole idea was that humanity teaches like every a- alien race in the universe or galaxy that a fiery victory is always on the table.
0: See, I, I like that one. There's another story which I also like which is from the perspective of another race who are really confused by humanity because they're always fighting with us. Like, it's just constant skirmishes. They're always raiding planets and that kind of thing back and forth, back and forth and then eventually because this war's been going on for so long another you know, empire on the other side of them is like, ooh, these guys are being destroyed by the humans every so often and we'll just go and take them now. They're not paying attention and eventually the humans get wind of this and I think, Hi, hey guys. Um, can you just grant us a passage through real quick? It's like, this is clearly a trap, but yes, we'll, we'll let you do it. We, we can't stop you anyway. We're, too, we're stretched too thin. So humanity goes through and just powerhouses this other race back to their home planet, gifts the entire territory to the guys who are being invaded, and then goes home. At which point, they're like, why? Why have you done this? It's like, well, you're our friend. And, and they were attacking you. We can't stand for that. It's like, you attack us constantly. It's like, oh, they're just border skirmishes. They don't mean anything. And it's just like an alien trying to comprehend that idea that humanity is just that weird level of violent that a border skirmish is just accepted behavior.
1: I think the, the one I remember that's the best is that one about the alien race that knows about us but can't do
0: anything because we're too far away so they fling an asteroid oh yes I love that one um, I think I've seen it referred to as we made a mistake yeah uh, I do believe so. that one.
1: I'm not going to explain end. that one because oh. it's a it's a oh, that is some peak fan sci-fi shit right there that one is really really good it actually has
0: that terrifying like at the end it's good I, I might put that up on the, uh, the the Facebook at some point I think That'd be a good idea. That one's that one's yeah. just... It's of all the ones stellar. I've
1: read, there's like great ones. You know, the one that involves uh, Sergeant McStabby. Yeah. Which is about the way humans pack Bond, that they'll even pack Bond with an animate object, so they stick a knife to a Roomba. And every person, that, if it stabs someone, it gets their rank. So it ended up as <laughs> I think it was like Colonel Stabby by the
0: end of it. Nice.
1: Yeah. No, this, I think it's the. What is it? The Humanity Fuck Yeah? Is the subreddit? Yeah, Humanity genre? Fuck
0: Yeah. It, it's a great subreddit and I love it so much.
1: Also, if you look up uh, Humanity as Space Orcs, they, they
0: usually got a lot of good shit too. Nice. Yeah, we're giving homework to people now. <laughs> look, man. <laughs> you find these things and read them. This is required reading for tangenetic. Don't
1: put two guys who read way too many books and other fiction who've done story writing classes on a podcast if you don't occasionally expect us to be like read these things
0: you bastards <laughs> I mean, the thing is though like, we do it for the fact it's like read these things so we have someone to talk to about them because <laughs> no one else you. has read these right. things <laughs> i mean i'm sure ben's just sitting there being like sci-fi what yeah what, what? reading huh <laughs> it, there's explosions in it it's good the reading things go boom the thing that yeah if you move the eyeballs across the pages, you get the mind images. It's pretty fun. <laughs> what is it that we take a tree,
1: kill it, print up, uh, impart upon it with ink a bunch of symbols that cause us to hallucinate? <laughs> we are just warlocks. That's all we are. <laughs> Humans are weird, man. Humans are just really, really fucking weird.
0: Oh, no, you want to talk about weird, we can talk about sleep. Ah, oh, dude. So what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to go put on my special clothing and go lay in a room for eight hours and, and just close my eyes and hallucinate vividly. And that sounds very good. But don't do it too much or you'll feel tired still. Stupid brain. Or but too little. Don't do it too little. Yeah. You're going to find that nice sweet spot where you just feel,
2: eh. Oh, and, and make sure, make sure, swoosh, whatever you do, make sure you breathe when you sleep.
0: Yeah, I tried not doing that. It didn't work well.
2: Oh, and and if you have a bad dream, uh, just try not to have a bad dream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the worst.
1: <laughs> Guys, I think every parent said that at least once. It's all good. Yeah. Go back to sleep. Bitch, when I was asleep, <laughs> I was being chased by a fucking Rottweiler. I'm not going back to, to sleep right now. <laughs>
0: see at least you have a thing to be afraid of in your dreams like I at one point I, this is why I don't like my subconscious it is a dick simply because I once had one of those dreams where you know when you're waking up within dreams mm. like and you just keep going up layer by layer that was happening but it was a nightmare version of it and just scary things kept happening I can't remember the most of them but all I remember is the top layer before I actually woke up mm-hmm. also I think where I was like, like, oh, I've woken up, and it was all just a bad dream. That's okay. I'll go get a glass of water. And as I've gone to put my legs out from over the bed, I've been grabbed and pulled under. And then I woke up. And then I didn't move for six hours. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, fun times. My my subconscious is evil. Hey, man, at least your subconscious isn't on the outside
1: like me that is true I get to exist in a real life hellscape like that cause you know mental psychosis is a bitch agree I mean I remember when I was a kid for, I, I have no idea why but for some reason I retained this memory that I was deathly afraid that when I went to sleep the only way I can describe it is it's, it's the exact shape of an iron with like a big red light on the front would run around on my floor and I was deathly afraid of it I don't know why Hmm. I don't even know why I remember it Because it's really, really vivid Like childhood
0: scarred into my brain Yeah It's like just in there so deep And surrounded by so many things like, I I can't get to that I don't know why you're here But you seem to be a lichpin for a bunch of other things So we'll leave you be
1: Yeah, yeah like I, could, like I can absolutely see it in my head And that's from when I was like real, real young I don't know why But I remember that I remember that I was scared to hell of it
0: hmm. no, That's fair we went off on a wild tangent there, didn't we? Like, yeah,
1: well, man, letting the uh, inside show What shit
0: were we out, originally
2: right? talking about? Like? What was the subject you wanted, you wanted to trigger, Seth, by talking about NFTs, and then uh, we wanted to talk oh, about, yeah, that's the we to talk about oh, failed alphas? about
0: NFTs. Yeah, so one of our uh, listeners sent me an article, which is, the title is Official Formula One NFT Game Shuts Down. Tokens are now practically worthless. So... Basically, this NFT game had been launched, and you could buy the NFTs, and they went for decent amounts of money hundreds of thousands of dollars for single NFT items. Some people spent more than $300,000 in a single purchase. And now, because all these NFTs were tied to that game, they are worthless because the game no longer exists. They can't be sold, they can't be traded. nothing can be done but i know
2: this all too real right because i you know i've been around crypto for quite a while i've been launching tokens working on game tokens all of that so it's I, i know it all all too real when it's like guys there is no longer any point to play this game oh how come uh because we crashed
0: it gets better though so this company when they you know it all went under so, fully aware of this the developers have promised to the owners of the f1 nfts that they can have some generic replacement tokens for an entirely different racing game instead so they're giving them things that are in no way worth the value like just cents I don't remember, 0.2 of a cent to the dollar kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. So yeah, it's in a in a rev game over there uh we'll give you a couple of shitty nfts there that'd be fine that's that's okay right They have compensated correct yeah this is fine. Nothing can go wrong now but yeah n f t s just i i'm so glad I avoided n f t s well,
2: i mean, if you got in real early because you would have <clears> been <throat> probably one of the first ones around that, basically because of how involved you've been um mm. it you know you could have made hundreds of thousands of dollars by now yeah, but it's a random guess it's not
0: yeah. It's not something you can... Even people who got in earlier have made no money. Because if if you chose the wrong NFT, which was just completely by chance, you got nothing. I mean, yeah, a lot of them turned out to just end up being rug pulls. To be fair... Some of
1: them openly state that they are.
2: I had yep. I had a moment where I I was in I was in when Bored Apes started, right? So mm-hmm. uh, to the point where we got offered to to get on the whitelist to buy them and I was just thinking who the fuck like it it's just an ape, like it's just mm. it's going to go nowhere. Um and and now they're worth like the lowest ones worth like $98,000 or $100,000 mm. just to sell this NFT.
1: Yeah, but it's it's all inflated and fake. It's not. Yeah, it's well, not they're, anything. They don't exactly not attached to anything. They're just a poorly drawn ape picture.
2: It's a digital code that you own, essentially.
1: Well, it depends how the NFT was made as well. If the NFT is just a pointer, it'll just point to a website, and if that goes down, then it's nothing. Or you've got a well-made NFT which can reconstruct the image from the NFT, but it has no true value since all I do is save it to my hard drive and oh hey I've got a copy perfect copy of your nft cool you have yeah. the token to sell it and say you own it but this is a digital asset the internet's yeah. a thing there's a reason the why it when it's
0: the internet it it's not personal like in any way
1: well I mean there's threads of people posting like oh hey I've got this new nft it's really cool I think I'm going to be able to make some money off it and then the replies are just people copy and pasting the image to show that it yeah. has no value it's
0: it's junk I mean, at one point, the Wikipedia entry for NFT was just ripping into it, and it's like, this isn't an NFT. You know, an example, the picture we copy and pasted to make this NFT article. So yes, and it's one of the the apes from that um, one you mentioned before. So yeah, there's the, the internet has been ripping into it. Like Bitcoin, I understand uh, to a point, but NFTs, I'm like, yeah, no, you, you guys can do your thing in the background. I'm, I'm not going to touch that one. That's beyond me at the moment. Yeah. Don't get them. I've I've
1: heard of some legitimate ideas for how they could be used, but I don't think anyone's going to use them that way. Things like, say, if you had your games on Steam attached to NFTs, then you could sell your Steam games because there's an actual piece of it that you control that you can go, oh, this isn't a copy of the game, it's the keys to access the game. So I can sell you my keys. I won't have access anymore. You do. Move on. Yeah. Um and I've had some people suggest that it is a good way, like if you sold art like digital art, there is a an argument for being like, I have given you permission to use this artwork for whatever project you want to. Here is an NFT of me giving you that enduring copyright. Um but it would be more of a notation.
0: Mm.
1: But that's about it. That's I've not really heard of anything else and within the rug pulls the fucking scams the dude bro got to be diamond hands kind of fucking people i just can't stand the fucking space and i don't want to go anywhere near it hell i'm kind mm. of sketchy about cryptos personally there's a, a lot of things that they say they fix that they really don't
2: yeah no yeah i agree like i've um you know i'm up multiple thousands of dollars since i, I jumped into crypto last year and i think i'm up like i ended up getting up to like 40k plus at one point but, uh I
0: mean, it can work yeah if you like look into it
2: but you jump into you others the and um you know i have lost 10 to 15 grand in one night just from you know uh, someone just launching a quick token and rugging it afterwards yeah
0: that's the, the I mean, risk hell you get of it. yeah certain people made hundreds of thousands of dollars because one dude sent a tweet yeah, that's,
2: that's, how, that's, how, I that's that, how I made a lot of my money. That's how I made a lot of it. Elon Musk uh, tweeted out new tokens and then people would make a token with that name for a meme and then it would, it would jump up thousands of dollars for like five minutes yeah. and then dump and that's how you make your money on it.
0: Yeah, like it's just strange. It's a very volatile system so I, I don't know how it's going to go. I feel
1: like you shouldn't be able to make your money that quickly.
2: It's off gambling, off off. man. <laughs> I know, but it,
1: it just feels like... Well, because people don't talk about crypto like it's a game. It's, a, it's mm. like doing Pachinko. You pick one and you hope you come out a winner. People talk about crypto like a currency replacer, which it doesn't do. Yeah. It's like Microsoft points. You take real money that's backed by, theoretically, a government and some kind of actual resource um, and trade it in for Bitcoin points to go spend on the wild Bitcoin machine. Yeah. you can make money absolutely i mean there's professional gamblers but y- you are gambling and that's not how it's ever described
0: last well, thing like it's we've been conditioned in such a way for oh, god knows how many years now the stock market is just gambling yeah. you're just gambling at a higher level of things and for the longest time it's like no 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 it's not gambling it's business and that same mentality has flown through to Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and that kind of thing. So it's not gambling. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's just, you know, you're trading like stocks. Like, yeah, that's gambling, guys. Uh, no matter how much you dress up that pig, it is still gambling. I'm sorry. Have fun. If you're good at it, fucking aces. That's great for you. I'm not. And I know my personality. I don't want to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. I mean, I've
1: investigated crypto a little bit. I was very interested in getting into Bitcoin mining for a while. Um, I didn't really have the capital go in on it, though. I did have a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, willing to help me set it up. But you can look into a lot of stuff about it and learn a lot of things and get you really dangerous places really quick. It's oh, yeah. All it takes is a little bit of bad advice and, and you can be down a lot. This isn't like... How does this fucking game of poker work? Cool, well, there's some really simple rules. It's pretty easy, and there's a guy here making sure it all goes down the way you want it to. Mm. With the, I mean, as you say it's it's like stock, but it's not presented. And it's not regulated, as stock, and way. it's not regulated. Hell, do you know that there's two different branches of Bitcoin? Wait, when did that branch? Ages ago. Uh, because of the oh. way the, the they authenticate their ledger, they ended up with two separate branches that track the exact same coin. But one has certain number of, interact, of uh, log transactions on it, and one has a different set. So mm-hmm. even within the most well-known, supposedly, like, super secure, you can totally use Bitcoin, there's, no, there's two branches of Bitcoin.
0: Yeah. There shouldn't ever be two branches of a currency things like at least with gambling and stock you know stock exchange that kind of stuff it's all regulated they're all pretty good the bitcoin and cryptocurrency is still very much in its wild west phase oh 100% Uh, much like the internet years and years ago before things started getting cracked down on um certain things should be cracked down on Mm. absolutely um but it's one of those things where it's like yeah the wild west bit is happening and once we get through this we might have a viable product we'll see how that goes Mm.
1: I mean, like, if you're you're at all interested in it, I would highly suggest looking up a video called The Line Must Go Up. It's about NFTs, and it's a very well-researched bit of of information, just to give you a better idea of what cryptos are and what NFTs are. Mm. Because so many people don't, and that's how this shit uh, proliferates. They think they have value, FOMO takes over, and they don't really understand what they're
0: buying. Pretty much. Actually that just reminds me I've recently been rewatching um what is it? SV- Law and Order S V U. Mm-hmm because I really enjoy that show. Best Law and but Order. I- show. Yeah, and the thing is it was made in the wild day Wild West days of the internet. So the things that they get wrong about the internet because it was still new and exciting and you know, all that kind of jazz. Uh was hilarious. I'm on season three and it's like, Oh, where'd you get this? Oh, I got it on the internet. It's like, Oh, the internet is a scary thing. It's like, guys, wow i remember the internet back then it was you could barely get GIFs working you, you couldn't get that that's fine mm. but <clears throat> it was always that kind of thing but in recent series they've been bringing in bitcoin and cryptocurrency and all those kinds and dating apps and that kind of stuff like that's when you know that your product has hit mainstream when you get a dedicated episode on svu yeah when your product is responsible for a sex crime that's when you know you've hit the big time. <laughs> that that does not sound as much like the victory as it should. Like,
1: that is a good show, and, and having a topic be relatable, uh, may, as you say, mainstream enough to be on it is somewhat honorific, but I mean, it's SVU. They're, they're not good crimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is it's, it's true. Also, we found our first shirt now. What, it's first SVU, shirt?
1: it's not Real Crimes?
0: Let's not print that one. That might get us killed. I was going to go with the. Um, you, you know, your product's made it when you've, you know, you're <laughs> responsible for a sex drain But oh, jeez,
2: probably <laughs> just a spare. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. We'll skip that one. I
1: think we got to get a lot bigger when we can actually start swinging around shit like that. But ooh, maybe no, no. I like, I like where the head's though. at. The head,
2: like, it's a good idea. One day, very constructive idea. Oh, it is not in any way constructed. <laughs> right, but... so
1: I feel like we need to get off of this. Hey, Ben, you want to do another super fight? Uh it's about time. Oh, yeah, that thing
2: we do. Yeah, it's about time we do that, hey.
1: Uh, I believe it's... We went first last time? Um, uh, I think I'm going first this time. I think you, Yeah, you went first last time. You got the kindergartners and yes. the shotgun that shoots shotguns.
0: That's right, I was sacrificing children. Uh you yes, became a
2: zombie, a zombie child trafficker. Good times. All right, so... All right, here we go. Uh, so... Wait, sorry, I completely missed that because I've got COVID, so I'm going to use that as my excuse. Who was first? Me. Seth. Okay. How will RNGs curse you today? Oh, horribly! It always freaks. What are you does. hoping for, Seth?
1: I honestly, I don't know at this point. I got a really good one last <laughs> time, and then it was like, "But you're in a suit, so you're gonna die anyway." Back.
2: Okay. Well, you got the voice for this one. Okay. So you're a redneck. Oh, yeah <laughs> And you have feet instead of hands. So a standard redneck. <laughs> so you're Okay.
0: Redneck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so
1: well first <gasps> thing I'm gonna get me shotgun. Because I mean, of course I've got it with me. Fuck the police. Are so, you British? Are you a British redneck now? I mean... They're called Chavs. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I'm so direct. Look, man, I'm a little tired today. I ain't going to I ain't. And I might have gone... I have, I'm have. i just going to stop doing that. Um, I mean, basically, if I'm a redneck, or in Australia, I assume that would be the equivalent of a bogan. Hmm. We're going to be getting in our car, grabbing a six-pack and seeing how many zombies we can hit on the way down to the Coffs Harbour.
0: Ah, uh, good old Coffees, eh?
1: Well, I mean, if you, if you... Look, we're, we're talking like kinda of scummy Australians from Queensland. They're, they're probably <laughs> heading down to
0: Coffs because that's where their mom is. Mmm, true. God, actually, I just realized we know a lot of people from Coffs. So yeah, we do.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we do! yeah, we do!
1: Same with Lismore, it's really weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's more in Ballina.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just going to be like jumping a car hoon out of there half drunk. I mean, I'm a redneck
0: slash bogan. The only thing... And you know a bogan car can take some bodies out with it, right? Oh, yeah. That, that, I mean, you'll get through a fair few zombies before that thing conks
1: out. I'm pretty sure a, a bogan's car's probably hit a few bodies before the zombie apocalypse started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably it. It's, it's going to be get drunk, get mm. me car... Head for Coffs. Head for Coffs. And continue to get drunk. Oh yeah, <laughs> like beer stops regularly, man. I gotta keep the buzz going, like...
0: it makes me drive better. Coffs is... I can't remember, I haven't been Coffs in so long. It's surrounded by, like, not mountains, but a hilly range and stuff, right? Yes it is. Yeah, no, that's defendable. It's not too bad. And the rest of the coast. You just you wall yourself off and get really drunk. Yeah.
2: Our assistant Keith is gonna choose swooshes today.
0: Well, oh, so Keith's just going kind to of screw you over. Is that it? All right, you ready? Here comes our
2: assistant, Keith, for a first showing on the uh, Tangenetic Podcast.
1: You are an alien that can possess an opponent for 30 seconds before getting very tired.
2: Oh, so I'm me. Uh, that's fine. Um... You know, it's actually funny at first and also very weird. Those are the exact two cards that I had on my table before I shuffled them into the deck and she chose the exact same two cards out how weird is that I'm sensing some bias here I think this drawing was rigged I'm actually very surprised myself because that's actually
0: what I can neither confirm nor deny any rigging also Ben what was your details for the bank again (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway so I'm an alien that can possess people for a short period so I'm that Naruto character who could like shadow take over people I'm okay with that
2: only for 30 seconds though
0: all right, all right, all right. So first, an alien. First of all, what uh, alien are
2: you? Alien. Let's specify.
0: That that is a good question. Like, am I the useful kind of alien or am I like the ET version where I have to rely on a small child and a pedal and
1: bike and
2: all you have is a flashlight?
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: I mean, given that you're a you're clearly a psychic type, I'm going to assume you're
0: a gray. I ha- either a gray or maybe no, I am a lizard person. We can always go with that. But Say say I'm a grey. So the greys are little floaty bastards. They they go around and take over people's minds and all that kind of fun stuff. It does suit. Uh, Well, the first thing I'm doing is getting in my my ship and just going to low orbit and watching the fun. (laughs) uh, To be honest, I'm an alien. I might have kicked off uh, the zombie apocalypse. Yes, no, I'm going to go park my ship directly above uh, Coffs Harbour and laugh hey
1: man there's a wicked party going on down here we got all the beer that's true a
0: lot of Fosters Fosters sucks I do love the fact that we sold Fosters to the Americans and just so they could keep selling it as an Australian beer it hasn't been made in this country for like 15 20 years longer
1: we we got way dumber beer than fucking Fosters
0: I just look at Forex
2: what about VB
0: <clears throat> oh, VB. Same has, thing. It's like a... Forex. It's liquid bread. It's, it's just... truly terrible, though. It has no flavor.
1: No, it does. That's the problem. Forex is the one where it's like, what was that? I didn't drink anything, but now I need to burp.
0: Hmm. Now, yeah, Forex is like alcoholic seltzer water before we had that, right? It's just. It yeah, kind of actually. Yeah. And someone yelled the word beer in the next room next to a giant vat of Forex, and that's how it got its flavor. Like, someone once whispered the word hops in a far distant corridor. <laughs> Sorry, I have a lot of hatred for it. I've worked in far too many, like, craft places before to not. I mean, that's I fair. I can tell. I mean, it's generic beer. It's not supposed to be good. I just found it funny when they tried to buy a small brewery, and then claim it as craft beer. <laughs> like, yeah, this is, this is craft beer. It's like, Forex, is that you? No, no. it's Kraft. Just <laughs> ducking behind furniture. Yeah,
1: but but you have the same can colors and and design, and isn't that the Forex guy on the
0: bo- can? Forex, are you sure? It says Forex on the, on the can there. Like, no, it doesn't. That, stop looking at that.
2: It's well, <laughs> an older code, yeah. but it checks out. It was
0: <laughs> even more fun considering Forex are the ones who screwed up the entire like. Um, Alcohol taxation in Queensland and then tried to get into the craft game, which is against that very thing they lobbied for. So basically, they spent a lot of money to make alcohol, oh no, sorry, specifically beer taxed on alcohol percentage. Yeah. So, because Forex was really low alcohol and they didn't want to keep paying more tax. So, all the craft beers you see that are above 4%, uh, you know, the nice ones, the good ones, are taxed a shit ton more. Uh, and it's like It ramps up So the higher the percentage The more tax you end up paying And you have to pay that tax At creation of the beer So not when it ferments Oh sorry When it ferments Is when you have to pay that tax Not at sale At creation
2: Well, Interesting
0: times. The things you learn When looking into opening a bar are
2: you going open a bar? You yeah, have
0: done that more than once mm. <clears throat> It was on the, the books a long time ago
2: So when are you opening a bar?
0: Uh, when I get really sick of working and just go, fuck it, I'm opening a bar. So tomorrow? You know what you should call a bar? Theoretically, like, the, the day happens when I just kidnap one of our friends and open a bar is getting closer and closer.
2: Well, you know, with my ADHD mind, I will all, all just jump in headfirst. That is true. I will so get you bored investor, probably, about, I'll probably get bored three weeks later, though.
1: And then I have a bar. And it's fine. <laughs> Every once in a while, your bank account just <clears throat> goes up for some reason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, pretty much oh, we'll, yeah. just,
2: we'll just keep a stool in the bar for you You'll be, you'll be fine Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting interest Oh what's that $500 from Oh yes I invested in a bar 15 years ago <laughs> <laughs> But there there are certain people that I know in my life I would happily kidnap Just
0: to open a, a, a bar with And just see what happens um, And I'm pretty sure most of them Would be okay with doing that
1: Is it the ones I'm thinking of Yeah,
0: yeah the other would actually <laughs> the only issue is just the current legislation in Queensland is very weird it's actually easier to skip just across the border into New South Wales and open a bar there and ship it back to Brisbane
1: what? really? wouldn't you still need a bar to sell the liquor you made in New
0: South Wales? you do but what you can do is you create the um, basically if you brew off site and then Mm. deliver to a bar, you're good so, you could have a shed in the middle of nowhere. As long as it meets hospitality standards and it's clean, you can brew there. And then you ship the wort, which is the um, the unfermented beer, to the bar, ferment in bright tanks, and then you have the thing. Huh. It, yeah, it's a model that Fritzenberger was working from. It sounds like you've really thought this through. <clears throat> yeah, I hyper on it a while back. So. It didn't help that you used to work as a, in a,
1: a small brewing company, so you had plenty of time to think about it and see how it all works.
0: Pretty much. Like, the one thing I have learned from that experience of working um, at a brewery is I don't like malt sugar. That's fair. I, I had to pack that stuff from like 20 kilo bags into like half kilo bags, and that shit is so fine, it drifts in the air and then it clings to anything vaguely wet. Which, being a larger person at the time and working in an unair conditioned space, was me. So I was candy coated most of the day. So so you basically glazed yourself? Pretty much, yeah. yeah I was constantly glazed. It was great. Our dreams. Mm. <laughs> I I could leave the place and lick my arm and like get a sugar high.
2: I'm surprised I, I I'm surprised and thankful you said arm then. That is true.
1: Right, so I think before we round things out for this episode. We're gonna have to talk about it. We had the first episode of Moon Knight. This um, will be our spoiler you section. Sound for Im- this one. You
2: don't sound impressed.
1: I am, and I They didn't get to the point where he's Moon Knight
0: really in this first episode, but it's, it's a right good the
2: episode. End. They were definitely setting up the psychosis part, but more than the. I action. did love I did the, the effect. effects of that. I yeah oh, yeah hundred percent love the way they. They brought that in, because I'm like, you know what, if this whole TV series is just him blacking out and dead bodies showing up everywhere, I'm in. <laughs> yeah,
0: although there is one thing that I cannot unhear, and it's the fact that the Scarab sounds like death from Terry Pratchett. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. It's just a slightly snarkier version. That's all it is, and I love it.
1: It's so good. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of that. I think it's going to be good.
2: Well, you know what's out it's- right now that you're going to watch tonight. Episode two.
1: Well, that's what I'm going to watch after we finish recording this damn thing. But it's really good. It's a really good show from that one episode. It looks like it's got a lot of promise. The only reason I sounded kind of eh is because we haven't had enough to make a good decision. Unlike Halo, where I'm like, this thing is great goo. I'm probably going to yeah. watch it but I'm not excited to watch it whereas I'm actually very interested like I said after we finish recording I'm going to watch midnight <coughs> episode See, 2
2: hmm. I was surprised right because I thought you know what it's Halo Seth this is the one show that Seth's going to want to really be good
1: I mean well, I we wanted, wanted it to be, be good, good but you know you don't get that from Hollywood these days especially on a game
2: property you know what they should do they should give it to Sony
0: <laughs> Just get out, man. Just fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. Last thing, like, most properties or anything with a... Like, have we had a good game movie yet?
2: Ready Player One. Do we uh, count that as Sonic? Ready Player One?
1: Ready Player One isn't a game. I, it's oh, bad un- games. Uncharted? <laughs> Still haven't seen Uncharted. Still haven't seen it either, yeah. Wait, like, what? You, neither of you have seen
2: Uncharted? No. No. Nah. Oh, man.
0: I liked the game series and I can't see certain actors as... Yeah, you really do. Oh, the way. acting choices
2: were wrong. You really do They're have to turn right. off that, um, that side of it. Like You've got to just yeah. not think about the game at all. But like we've only just gone to a
0: point in you know, cinematic you know, movies where comics are finally being looked after and they've been around a lot longer than video games. There seems to be this weird run time of like, all right, cool, after X amount of years of existing, then we'll pay attention to you and actually do you justice.
1: I don't think it's that. Whereas the the comic books, yes, they've been around for a long time, and a lot of companies and people have taken stabs at adapting them in varying degrees of success. The problem with game adaptations is the play part of games is an integral part of the way the game is generally designed. Correct. The plot is often very light, because... Let's take something like, you know, like Doom or something like that, where it's minimal on story, so, you know, eight hours of gameplay isn't supported by a in-depth narrative. It's, yeah. it's moment to moment in action. And even when you take something down and you were like, if you were trying to adapt, say, The of video games, the amount of time I spent running around doing odd jobs and things as my Geralt is very different to if you just took all the story points. And even that would probably trim down... Loads out of that game
0: oh yeah definitely I mean the amount of times I spent trying to get Roach off of roofs alone could be its own TV show I know right the fact that uh, they managed to get the cars to not do that in
1: Cyberpunk victory as opposed to everything else with that game but you know the cars weren't on roofs
0: yeah no that yeah. but I'm really disappointed that at no point in the Witcher series did the horse appear on a roof
1: I know that would have been such a good reference I mean they weren't doing the games but it still would have been good right just that that nice little nod being great yeah but the point is that the play is an integral part of the action and the way the game functions so when you strip it out characters often seem a lot duller because they weren't controlled by a player who who projected a little bit more onto them yeah true and then when you just get this cold these are the facts we know about this character they get a lot less nuanced and a lot less interesting and then the story gets a lot less interesting which is why when they initially said Halo was getting its own not connected to the franchise story is was actually pretty exciting because they thought they could do something interesting with it they weren't shackled by Halo
0: what a disappointment mm. that but then was they did.
1: yeah no, I know it's a
0: it is I have to agree Grey Goo it's, it's nourishing gruel is about it it'll keep you going but I get home from work I sit down on the couch with my dinner you know, watch some Halo it's
1: fine it's mm. something to put on the TV while I eat Am I going out of my way to watch it? No, this isn't Game Changer, the show I freaking love right now. But, yeah. Yeah, I need to watch more of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you do. You really do. Dropout's worth it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it, it's just not going to happen for a little while. Unless people remember that they need to do not the game, they need to take the, the thing that makes it feel like the game. You're never going to be able to yeah. actually translate a game there's so much more to it whereas a comic book it's like yeah it's all the portions and weird outlandish stories but it's a story yeah it's a narrative more than most
0: yeah well on that note yeah I think I think we we're have
1: done Jesus we've
0: gone we, we some, have rambled a lot this time it's been fun I thought
1: we, we we fucking tangented really hard back on we tangented the hell out of this I can't remember what episode number that is but man we went some Man, we got 12? some personal 12. shit. So fuck another
2: journey, another level. Yeah, man. All Just right, guys. Drama.
1: Before we disappear into more horrible parts of our psyches, I'm out.
0: <laughs> Farewell. Have a good one.